0: tastes sweeter in this town could it be it's the same as the last i swear i've seen your face elsewhere before just
1: as familiar as a bottle and a glass hey darnin sleeping on the black top hey darnin through the trees honey hey darnin even for the next town Listen, my set sketches up
0: with me all right everybody welcome back to the back 40 skull sessions podcast we are on episode 20 Twenty twenty. I am Shane Poor here, as always, with Christian Gardner. Howdy, howdy. And we have another guest in with us today. One of the members of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. We've the got younger members. The youngest member. Well,
2: he's not the youngest. I think no. Bentley's the youngest. Oh
0: well, yeah, Billy He's is close. The... He's right yep, there. one of our least. younger guys. We got Trey Clausen in here with us today.
1: Howdy. What's up, buddy? Not much.
0: Not much. We're glad to have you in here today. Yeah. You, you, seem, you seem really fired up right now. Yes.
2: Yeah. Absolutely raring and ready to go you got to get that shyness out of him. He ain't normally shy. but
0: Well, he'll get over it in a oh, little yeah. bit. It'll be in a few minutes. Well, I guess first thing on the list, we need to get into him with about his hunting background. And uh, how how'd your deer season go this year?
1: It went pretty good. I killed a little eight and that was about
2: it. <laughs> that was about it. You hunted a lot though, didn't you? Yeah. You and your grandpa went a, a whole lot this year. Mm-hmm. You just went countless times, I'd say, didn't you?
1: Yeah, about every weekend.
2: Didn't you say you had a pretty good shooter you was look, trying to get a hold of us here.
1: Yeah, and uh never could get a shot on him. How big was he? He was a pretty big deer.
2: Wasn't he like a 10 or something? No,
1: oh, he was a pretty big 8, though. He was a big 8? hmm
2: Yeah, I remember you telling a lot about that and how you and Tink was going after it. And he Didn't was, you say you seen it once on the huff? Or? Yeah,
1: uh missed it once.
2: You missed it once? Oh, Lord.
1: Yeah, like, and it come back, but I never could get a shot on it. Ah. Like, yeah, it come back the same time I missed it.
2: Gosh yeah i remember there for a while you was telling me he was after a pretty big deer and said uh it was gonna be a high scoring deer yeah and then you ended up you yeah, ended it, up having a shot at it i can't remember, didn't remember you shooting it
1: it was bigger than crabs was it she's
2: mm-hmm.
0: a pretty good pretty good deer dang right well that stinks i mean we're all it happens yeah it's happened to all of us yeah happened to some <laughs> of us this year and some of us last year and yeah so. it, it happens a lot <laughs> it happens it's part of it part of yeah. it but you done a lot of turkey hunting too this year, didn't you? Or last,
2: well, I guess last year now. This past spring.
1: Yeah, I've done a lot of turkey hunting, but never killed one yet.
2: Yeah, we're in the same boat on that one. <laughs> yeah, but he's been turkey hunting for
1: since I was about eight or seven.
2: Yeah, for a while. Now, how did so, you get started hunting? Who do you,
1: who Jake, got you into hunting?
2: Justin. Justin. Justin Johnson. Yeah, him and I guess him and Tank too, right? Your grandpa. Yep. I and hear you. Uh, and then you done a lot of bear hunting too. Lord, yeah. Did you do a lot this year? Mm,
1: no, didn't do a whole lot this year. I thought um, you
2: got the same a couple times this year. A
1: couple, but not like we normally
2: do. Didn't you? Mm-hmm. Did you get close to any? Uh, no. Normally, it's Ottawa, because normally he's one of the. He's First one, one of there. the lucky ones. Yeah, he's right right pretty lucky and get right in there where they're at, especially if he goes with Sam. We didn't yeah. Sam's going to get in there pretty close. Will help, yeah. Sam will get you right Go on top on. of him. I was watching some video he had the other day. Well, last night, some of the video he'd got throughout the year. Yeah. <coughs> Sam
0: got. Yeah, he got. This some, year?
2: Yeah, I didn't even know he had that much. He got. Some I didn't think food. he was even going this year hardly at all. Like. Dude, he. Uh, out of nowhere, he's like, "Yeah, I got a couple things." I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." I started looking at it last night. I ain't trying to give, I ain't gonna give much away, but there's one video of a bear in a culvert. and He's face to face with it. I heard
0: about you. You oh, told us about. that I didn't that know one. that he had it. Like I, I, I didn't know it was on video, but it's you on told video. Us <laughs> it <going. laughs> <Wow>. Yes. <laughs> I was. Oh God. It, I'm just gonna leave it at that.
2: It's one of those you want to wait and watch the video, but we've got some killer bear stuff coming that's awesome it's, Heck yeah i got jp's camera last night and got his footage and stuff and we've
0: got some well killer. he was in here a couple of weeks ago and he said he got some killer footage during bear season this yeah. year so yeah we've got let's see
2: i don't know there's a lot Look, let me think on that we'll get to that whenever we get to uh what's coming for apple action hauler hunters i kind of got a little sidetracked there but yeah i'm just gonna leave it at that for now that the bear hunting is going to be awesome yeah, it should be, should be more
0: it. than what we had last year. It's way more. It's way that's, more. That's what I figured. I,
2: I know the number, but after we go to break, I'll check it. Well, and the there was podcast.
0: There's a learning curve with film and bear hunts because it is yes. so hard to do and so hard to keep up with everything. And I think the guys from last year to this year, they kind of saw how popular the episodes could be and like. How cool when you actually do get a little bit of footage. like what How we, good it turns yeah, out. Yeah, how good it turns out. It's a lot better than what it seems like in the moment. Right. And it kind of motivated them to carry those cameras a little more this year. And yeah. we were able to get a hold of some action cameras and some yeah. smaller options that helped to uh, make it a time. whole lot easier to haul them through the woods. Yeah, they, it's it's killer. It's... I'm excited to see. That's all I can say.
2: I want to say so much more about it, but I hate to go into too much detail. Yeah. I know put it this way, I know for sure I think we had twenty some bear kills this year. Or thirty, some hit the ground. Yeah. And there's a good chunk of that that's usable good video.
0: It's on camera. Not every
2: time you go, you can get it on good. Well, no. I mean that's that's
0: with any hunting. You're not always gonna get it on camera. Right. Sometimes you just throw the camera on the hood of the truck and see. A lot
2: higher not What's the, what's the word? A lot higher ratio of kill to actual on-camera. Yeah,
0: your success rate shooting them success with the camera rate, is yep. not as high.
2: Yeah, not near as high. And we'll yep. get into that more of that towards the end of this one, I guess. But uh, Yep. So, are you warmed up any now? You you're ready,
0: you're ready to do some talking now?
1: I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, football player, boys. in High School. Mm-hmm. You in high school? Yep.
1: Ninth well, grade, not you? I'm an eighth grader right now, but we will right. be ninth
2: grader. I got you. I got yep. you. Played hot. Well, you played for
1: junior high.
2: Junior high last year, or this past year. You said you've already getting ready for this year, ain't you? Mhm. And that's a killer football team, or killer football program they got going on. Yeah,
0: they're they're doing some really good things down there in Cleveland. Yeah, they I made mean, it to.
1: We made it to the fourth round, uh, ready to go to state, and we lost by one touchdown.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they. That's a dang good football well, program and for they got going on. A small school in a small town like that, I mean, that's crazy. It is because they're not. I mean, they're not drawing from a big, big no. population, and it's one of the smaller town, one of the smallest towns
2: in Tennessee. Yeah, yep. I don't
1: even think we have 300 kids from kindergarten to twelfth grade.
2: Yeah, there's not many at all. That's crazy. That's crazy. And they had a spectacular football team yep. last year, and it looks like this year's going to be pretty good. Are they? Didn't lose a whole lot.
1: No, no, we lost a whole lot, but there's been a whole lot waiting to play that have hit a big growth spurt. I'll say that.
0: I got you. Yeah, <laughs> they're fertilizing them boys down there in Cladland. They're making them big. Yeah, that's it. They're Heck beefing yeah. them up, boys. Shoot, yeah. Well, I'm interested. I'm excited to see what they do this year. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Maybe you. we'll I like get some down football. and get get some video of you guys playing a little bit. Oh yeah, football. We, said, we oh. said that last year.
2: I just now thought about that. Go dogs. We haven't talked about that. We're We're talking about good football. I was thinking, you know what?
0: Alright, time out. Alright, here we go. We just silenced We just muted Christian's mic for just a second.
2: That's what happens when you have Alabama (laughs) fans running this thing or trying to run this thing. Go dogs!
0: Oh, Lord. Here we go. Yep, he knows what's coming. Yeah, I know what's coming. (laughs) Nope, that ain't it. That ain't it. That's That's what he
2: deserves, access to knowledge.
0: Jackass. Go dogs! They finally won one. Finally!
1: I was, I was
0: happy. I, I wasn't happy, so
1: excited. but if it
0: had to be somebody else other than Alabama, I, yes. I was happy to see them yes. finally win one. Kirby saved his job. Yeah, literally. Literally. Oh, my gosh. Well, I've never seen a coach have that much success and be under that much scrutiny every freaking year. Yeah. And the bad part is if they don't go to the playoffs next year, I mean, if they're not in the college football playoffs next year, he'll probably be back under the freaking knife again. They're wanting to take it. Oh out. yeah, for sure. But I mean, did it? Did it? Yes. Yep. It's been a good year for sports for me. Yep, they couldn't really beat it. They come back and avenge that loss in the SEC championship. yeah so. Georgia Bulldogs, Atlanta Braves. The Braves one, yeah. Heck Kyle yeah. Larson
2: won the championship in NASCAR. I can
0: I like that. We don't talk about sports hardly on here, but no, we don't get into it I like enough. It. But
2: I like I like some sports.
0: Only when it's going your way. Last yeah. year you wasn't real happy about it.
2: Yeah, that's true. My <laughs> teams don't ever do nothing. I always – like with NFL, I give up on that. I was always a Panthers fan. and Oh, God. That's even, terrible. Yeah, don't even don't get even me get started. That. That's what I
0: mean. So, I just give up on that. Yeah. I, it Just so, in my brain, we don't even have a football team in the no, Carolinas. No, they ain't. They ain't one. You might as well. I mean, I've never seen an a organization from top to bottom mismanage – their no. their teams consistently it's, every year. I mean, it's like yeah. it's it's not hard to look at that team and figure out what you're missing. Right. Go find a freaking quarterback. They won't. And when you got one playing worth a damn, don't bring somebody else in that has proven that he don't belong anymore right. and That's all I'm There's gonna say there. There's get a it. lot
2: to that. But yeah, Carolina Panthers suck now. That's but that's the only team I ever liked. But thankfully, I got a decent baseball team and a decent college team. So.
0: Yep, yep. But that's all I got. Yeah, I don't know about the decent college team. Blind Hog will find an acorn every now and then.
1: <laughs> Go dogs!
0: <laughs> Screw Alabama. It's all right. You can watch Alabama win it next year. Shaw. Sure. Anyways. <laughs> that, you can't argue that. That's one thing about Literally. a Nick Saban team. They're going to be in the running every yeah. year. Yeah. That, they are dang good. I mean, I mean, that's all there is to it. You know. They recruit well. They're well-disciplined. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about a disciplined team. There's not a lot of flash with the Alabama team. They, they've they got a job to do, and they do it. Right. And that's a direct reflection of coaching. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah. And you can't argue they've with Nick Saban's program. Aggravating
2: and like, shit-talking aside, Yeah, they've got a dang good program.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like arguing with Tom Brady. Everybody hates Tom he, Brady. Yeah. I don't hate Tom Brady. i have never am a Tom Brady movie. fan. I was a Patriots fan when he was there and it kinda sucked when he left. But I never
2: liked the Patriots. That's a different subject for a different day. But, another, but now that he's on a
0: different team. Well I I, I don't mind I never But with the hated Patriots, Tampa that's Bay. another time you can't argue with yeah. coaching. I mean Bill Belichick's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. They laid an egg the other night, but Yeah, that was pretty I mean, rough. That but. was against the bills of all people. That was funny. Yeah. But But anyways.
2: Complete so, sidetrack, but you yeah, we love got.
0: It. Well, I mean, that's kind of par for us, but yeah, at least we're talking irregular. about something upbeat today instead of bitching about something. Yeah, we're so not there bitching today
2: yet. I'm sure something will come about. But yeah,
0: get off your phone over What are you doing? Get off of
2: that. What are you doing? Messaging his
0: girlfriends. Yes, yeah. that one's aimed at you. What was it? My mom. Oh, oh, well, well, that took a weird turn. Anyway. That's Tennessee for you guys. Yeah. So, (laughs) wow. So, but as everyone knows, deer season is over, bear season is over, post season blues has set in pretty heavy. Yeah. I thought I was done. I said two podcasts ago I was done, and something happened. I got the freaking that last week at South Carolina. I got the itch again. I got mad at him again. And now it. Yeah, it hit hard. So now we're trying to transfer that energy over into some uh small game hunting. I think you need to just lose that energy and then save it off turkey season. And hunt all turkey season this year. Yeah, that's gonna be the problem. I'm gonna get fired up for strut masters yeah. and then quit again after that. Yeah, that'll be about right. It's all right. They're paying out to fifth place this year. Yeah. By gosh. I mean you got a chance to go down there and get some money. Yeah. They've what I think fifth place is. A
2: thousand bucks. A thousand bucks. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I want that jacket. Yeah, that'd be nice. I don't think they'd make one small enough for me.
0: Uh, probably be, not.
2: Every one of them they had, I'd say, reach down to my feet.
0: Mm. It'd Anyways, be ours. Right. That's, that's be a good problem having. to have
2: is what I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah, it'd still be worth having. That's it. Exactly that's right. It. But been doing a little crow hunting. A ton of crow hunting. Now, you've been doing a ton of crow yeah.
2: hunting. Yeah. ain't Oops, killed sis. but a couple. <laughs> we sat in the house. <laughs> I went and picked Trey up. I went back to house. We we're going to crow hunt for a few minutes. went out there. And last couple of days, you can go, you can go set so the call out, and call within ten, fifteen minutes. You've got a, a couple of crows coming in. Yeah, I think I've kindly trained them, because it took I don't know thirty minutes today.
1: It took at least forty minutes.
2: It took a while, but I wasn't giving up because I could see them. There was a hawk that I, I had a put it yeah. this way, crow and hawk fight going on. Yeah, and a hawk comes down right into into view and goes on out. Well, then sure enough crows get on it like actually yeah they thought that was the one yeah and so they ended up chasing it back over and they went out of sight they they left there and i don't know that was about 20 minutes in well 20 minutes later about give up and uh, he went in the house it's cold it snow it started snowing hard yeah i mean pouring the snow yeah and went back in the house i stood in the door and uh <laughs> stood in the door <laughs> i stood in the doorway and well, the reason i said i stood in the doorway is that you gotta love it. this is definitely tennessee life there were some people, some neighbors up the road having a cuss fight. I mean, <laughs> right. just down near a Screaming. domestic. <laughs> just nearly a domestic situation. Wow. And I was like, what in God's name? And I was standing there kind of listening, and I look up, and here comes a crow over top of the house. I looked over, and so I was like, I've got to get it. I took off running outside with a shotgun and everything, sneak around the side of the house and hit hit the actual cop, my handheld call. Yeah. Blow it a couple times, and he circles over and around, and he comes right over top, I mean, Perfect, pretty as you please, right over top. Hit him the first time, didn't kill him. So I just kept pow pow pow, and that fourth shot finally hit him.
0: Hit the ground. You can speak up. You can tell on him.
1: It took four shots for him to ever hit it. I was watching out the window the whole time.
0: <laughs> hey, but I hit it though. But it, you brought bird. it down. I did
2: one bird. I said if he can just kill one bird today, I'd be happy.
0: Yeah. Oh, How's your? Uh... Love it shot to hit ratio going this year for crow hunting oh it's terrible <laughs> you told me you went
2: the other yeah day. the other day i went and i wasted i don't know probably 10 15 shells <laughs> never hit the first thing i think i hit one but he never fell yeah so so i don't know there was the, the same day though i killed two and they fell across the creek and that's a whole ordeal but would you try to go get them mm. I was going to. Were well, you doing like trophy trophy picks with these crows? Yeah, I was going go to. I was hoping I'd kill more than that because they was a bunch that day. I mean, yeah. they was a flock of probably twenty or
0: more. It was a bunch of crows wanting to come back and get a little redemption from last oh, time yeah. he was on the podcast. He wasn't real happy about his showing. That's so. a good podcast. I thought so too, but he's like, I sound like an idiot on there. So <laughs> we have to got to have him back on here. I want to go crow hunting with him. Man, my
2: gosh, that's what I've heard. He's absolutely crow yeah
0: killer. Yeah, he's got a sticker on the back of his truck with a crow on it. And it says A C C K on it and it's Avery County Crow Killers. That's what it stands for. He said he's love the founding it. member of ACK. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it. It's
2: I mean it's about like turkey hunting to an extent. Called in. Yeah. Shoot it. I mean And they're not too hard. There's one of those things that if you want it's one of those things, if you wanted to get a young person or a youth kid or a kid involved in hunting a youth kid a youth kid a youth kid. yeah you you that's what it was Go get here. them youth kids if you get a kid involved in hunting that's one of the better ways to do it because something you have to be super quiet with too they're pretty easy to call in yeah and they're fun to shoot at yeah don't matter if you kill them or not you can shoot all well,
0: exactly i mean you get a chance to have some excitement there and stuff yep. and they are a lot of fun to hunt they we are. don't really have any waterfowl hunting up here in the mountains, so we gotta yeah it's like redneck duck hunting yeah, that's what, basically what it is, is redneck
2: duck hunting, for sure.
0: Heck yeah. But anyways. Well, I think we are a few minutes in. We're going to take our first break, and we will be back shortly with the Back 40 Skull Sessions.
2: This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Mountaineer Outfitters, the official outfitters of Appalachian Holler Hunters. Visit them online on Facebook or Instagram, or visit them in person at 65 Haynes Road, Newland, North Carolina. Open 8 to 5 Monday through Friday, 8 to 12 on Saturdays. Stop by and see them today for all your hunting and shooting sport
0: needs. So I had a guy come in the shop the other day and said he saw a giant buck cross the road in front of him. Oh. Uh, but I have no way of knowing who owns the property you run onto. Yeah, you do. How? You get the Onyx Hunt app. What is that?
2: It's a mapping tool. You can see how big parcels are, who owns those parcels, and in some cases, get the tax address where you can either send them a letter or go knock on our door and see if you can possibly hunt their
0: property. Really? So I can use that app to find out who owns that property and possibly get permission? Yes, sir. Well, heck yeah, pull it up. Let's get on there and find out who owns that property because I'm telling you, he's a monster. Let's do it. All right, man. All right, guys, we're back with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. And sorry for Christian choking to death on, on yep. you guys and blowing your ears out and stuff. Yeah,
2: I'm probably going to have to cut that piece out. That one was rough. you got to
0: turn that screw and tighten it up just a little bit. I think it's fine yeah. You think it'll work right there? I All think that's right, where do. you need it. All right. So like we said, deer season's over, but prep season never ends. New. I mean, it's, it never ends. and
2: You're always working for the next thing.
0: Yep. And January 1st hit, and I mean, I got busy, got to work. We always do... We always feed year-round. Yep. And you're starting to do the same. Yep. A lot of people around here, they quit as soon as deer season's over. Yeah. As
2: soon as the last couple weeks come and they hunt and they're done, they're done
0: entirely. Well, and that's the worst thing you can do because right now we've got a foot of snow on the ground. Yep. These deer have been used to coming to these feeders and being able to get corn and food all year long, and they kind of build up a dependence on that. Yep. And if you just cut the feeders off and quit feeding them, I mean, it makes it harder on them through the winter. It definitely makes it hard, especially and, when you're
2: having a winter like we're having already.
0: Yeah, I mean, we had a really, really mild December when we were deer hunting. It made for some rough hunting conditions, but January's come through with some fury. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, had it's had been cold snow. and snowy, and we've got more coming. Yeah,
2: it's been, well, it's snowing on the other side of the county right now.
0: Yeah. Like pouring. Yeah, and they're calling for snow tomorrow through the weekend. So, I mean, it's, it's hard on your deer herd. Yeah. And... One thing about it, if you want to be able to influence antler growth, you've got to manage stress on your herd. Yep. And having that, having to worry about food and them not having enough food through the winter and into the, the spring, right. That's going to stress them out. That's going to affect their body weights and stuff like that. And they're going to build that body weight back before they start developing horns. Right. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Yep. And if you can maintain, the more body weight you can maintain through the winter, the quicker the antler growth is going to start next year. Yep. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that these deer on the big farm here were two weeks ahead of deer everywhere else just on their yeah. antler development last year where they carried so much fat through the wintertime. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been feeding an unaffiliated brand of protein pellets. We started as soon as deer season was over, and, I mean, it's 26% protein. Yeah. and On they're loving top of it. the big and J and everything else. And, I mean, they're killing it. Yeah. And they're fat. Golly, they're fat. Yeah i mean Good they're they're putting on weight right now when they'd normally be you losing want, them yeah and see they need to feed anyways because
2: think about how hard the rut is on them yeah exactly I mean, it exactly. wears them down and all of a sudden have this
0: time top of weather come in Yep. and now there's nothing to eat anyways well that's they, when you start they, finding deadheads, and yeah. that's that's not what you want nope i mean it's it's hard to grow a deer herd when you're losing eight or ten percent or fifteen percent of your bucks due to the winter not having enough food and stuff right. and i mean that's a possibility yep because up here we don't have the grain laying around like they do in the midwest we no. don't have corn fields that have corn laying in no. them and stuff like that and we don't have bean fields so yeah,
2: christmas trees and laurel
0: yeah i mean they can eat these christmas trees but there's not i mean it's not great no. on them. no and that's where it really comes in the factor of having that
2: extra little bit of feed out whether yep. whether you have some type of other agriculture out for you
0: yep. or actual go out and put it corn or big and j or yep. your protein feed well and one thing that you can do that i like to do is get a hold of some gravity feeders you can find cheaper gravity feeders we yep. carry a few here in the store that hold like 75 pounds so they don't hold a lot right but you just strap them to a tree or you can put them on a t-post and that keeps that protein stuff the thing about feeding proteins you've got to keep it dry yeah i mean that's the kicker with it is it, it doesn't last as much as corn corn will mold yep. but it'll last a week or two which if you've got a lot of deer coming in they're not they're going to have it eat before then anyway right but that protein it's bad to mold which the stuff i got this year has got a climate guard on it and stuff and yeah. it's supposed to last longer and but you don't you still don't want to pour it out on the ground i mean right this stuff's twenty dollars for a 50 pound bag which you don't want to <laughs> really waste it yeah used to when corn corn was five or six dollars a bag wasn't that seemed like a lot but now corn's 10 12 dollars yeah. a bag it's like that's not that much more than corn at this point. Yeah. I mean, where it was four times, it's only doubled now, so. Yeah. And it's way better for the deer herd, but you still don't want to be pouring it out on the ground. Right. And I use those uh Moultrie spinner feeders a lot down in South Carolina, right. just those little tripod feeders. They make a uh gravity kit for those. Yeah. So I brought one or two of those back because we don't leave all of them out all year long. We left some of them out and left them running that way they keep feeding down there, but. Right. Um. I brought a couple of those back, and since the bears are all laid up, we, uh, you good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You had me worried there with your face.
2: Yeah, yeah I was making sure, like, <laughs> it was acting a little funny over so.
0: Yeah, but now that the bears are all laid up, we, uh, put those gravity conversion kits on them. Yeah. And they're working great. I mean, the deer, app. it didn't take them a week to figure that out, which they're used to it, kind of. Right. But it, it didn't take them long, and suddenly so they're all over it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was some of the videos you sent the other day yeah deer yeah playing
2: and stuff in the snow
0: yeah on that other trail camera yeah but yeah, that was sweet yeah those that that's cool video but and another advantage to feeding is you're keeping your deer right there on top of yep. them and they don't work. have a big reason to leave no they don't have a big reason to leave they're not going to travel as far this time of year and they're fixing to start dropping their horns they yep. haven't done it yet I have been watching every night. Very like, contently. Yeah, I, I wake up three or four times a night and pull all my trail cameras looking at all, because I left the reveals out on this farm. Yeah. And I'm looking through all the reveals just praying that there's going to be a shed lane in front of one of them.
1: It ain't Open. happened yet.
0: Not yet. But hopefully. And with this snow and stuff, I thought maybe it would stress them enough just to go ahead and start popping them off. Right. Hell, I've got pictures of them fighting this week. Uh, yeah. Like. Full rack, three- and four-year-old bucks, locked up fighting. I mean, they don't fight for long, a minute or two. Right. But I'm sitting here thinking, they're coming off. They're, yeah. They got to be coming off at this point, and nothing. Still nothing. No, nothing. I've went to one camera. Uh, We fed a lot of uh, popcorn there. Yeah. And not, it didn't have all the shucks off of it. And a couple of times they've been kicked up where them shucks are sticking up and look just like some tine sticking up. Yeah. So I'd come in the next morning and jump on the gator and run back through the woods to where it's at, and I'm like, damn it,
2: Dang. nothing, nothing, nothing. But it's coming, though. It's coming. Let's say in the next couple of weeks it'll start picking up.
0: Well, and we usually wait till after Valentine's Day right. for South Carolina, which I've been trying to get down there for two weeks to go down there and put more feet out and, excuse me just one second, Make sure the cameras are running, every, or make sure all the feeders run everything. Right. To keep those deer right in on top of those for when they shed. But it's been snowing, ain't been able to get out here, and it's been snowing down there too. So yeah, which is odd, rare for down there. Yeah. So hopefully they haven't dropped yet down there. I'm gonna try to get down there. Yeah. If this snow this weekend don't hit hard, I'm gonna try to get down there this weekend. But I've got to take a decent sized trailer with me because I got to pick up a landowner's mower and bring it back up here and service it. So. Uh-huh.
2: It's, hopefully we can put some cameras out for some turkeys oh
0: my gosh dude that place is that place is killer, killer yep. for turkeys but do what you gotta do to keep your landowners happy right it's where i was going with that yeah definitely every year i bring his mower up and change oil and service it and sharpen the blades get it ready to rock and roll and he appreciates that a lot oh yeah of course he definitely. don't charge us as much for a lease is what he could right. either so there you go
2: yeah it's better to be that way than it is to just
0: well, you got to, anytime you're leasing land like that, you've got to develop a relationship mm-hmm. with your landowner. I mean, it just works out a lot better. Like, yep. we had some comments on one of the last episodes about showing aerial food. Fu- aerial pictures of oh, our yeah. properties and people going to figure it out i'm sitting here thinking hey, if you figure out <laughs> where luck. i'm hunting in south carolina and you try to go in on it good luck because the game the owner's son is game warden yeah lives like, there on yeah. the property yeah you were good gonna luck be, you were going to be poaching <laughs> see, on the game warden's see how home good farm. That does you. yeah let me know how that works out for you there boss yeah so yeah you can figure out where somebody's hunting all day long <laughs> that don't mean you've got permission
2: to go in there and try to kill no. someone No, and if you do, you're asking for a lot of trouble, Mm -hmm. and that don't go just for us. I mean, that goes for anybody, especially anybody around here. Well, anywhere.
0: I mean, you don't do that. No, you don't do that, and I mean, heck, my buddies joke all the time. They're worried about taking a leak on any of my properties because they know I've got cameras everywhere. Yeah. They're like, I don't know where you have cameras. I'm afraid to even take a pee. I'm afraid (laughs) you're going to get a picture of me.
2: You know, game lens, it's a little bit different. You know, obviously, if you've been hunting a deer or something, that's totally different.
0: The game lens is public. That's what I mean. Everybody can go. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's open to everybody. It, it's right. paid for by our tax dollars. It's open to everyone. Right. But private land, if it ain't yours, you ain't got permission, don't be on it. Yep. It's, it's that easy. you know
2: it's there or not sucks, because until you get permission, you ain't supposed to be there anyway, so well, and what does
0: not really matter?
2: And that... Wow. That was a... Inside joke? Uh, Not really. It's one everybody knows about. What is it? When he got a lot of trouble. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For anybody, for the reason for that pause is everything stopped, and Trey went to pat me on the leg and smile like, "Yep, if good you ain't job. got
0: permission, don't be there." Yeah. Whoops. Well, you you that's were that's a different story. That wasn't your fault. You were with you were being taken by someone when yeah. you were one of those youth youth kids. One of those youth, youth kids. All right, uh, we can get into that. Anyways, but. yeah, we're doing good. Not lesson. I don't need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> like we say shed season is coming and have you done a lot of shed hunting not really not really not really i mean i've
2: i've went you know in the spring and looked you know yeah. closer to turkey season than anything
0: more turkey scouting more than anything
2: right and found I gotcha. some little stuff never nothing great you know and last year when we went to south carolina that was really one of the first actual times with we shed hunting yeah and uh now we got done you got scared by a little bitty cow. Yeah, <laughs> little cow. Yeah, <laughs> humongous friggin' bull.
0: Yeah, we Anyways. got out in a pasture shed hunting, and there's a little old yearling bull come walking yeah, through, and
2: yeah, yearling bull charging you. And you had to hide behind a tree to keep. We you from did get
0: you. we did get charged by a younger bull. Yes, but then uh, we looked up on the hill, and here comes Mac Daddy down, and
2: no, 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 no. We were there getting ready to go, and the farmer says, "Yeah." Down there at that bottom feeder, there's a big bull. He's been using that big, humongous feeder as a play ball. He's just been rolling it around in the field. And it's one of them big tripod feeders.
0: Yeah, so he's like you he might want pounds. to set it out out of the pasture. Yeah, so that's why we went down there is to move the feeder out of the pasture.
2: Yeah, he was down there.
0: Yeah, there, yeah, humongous. Here. He was big, huge. He looked like one of those bulls you see on PBR yeah he literally looked down. like a pbr bull he's huge yeah he, he was had, a monster he had a head like a 55 gallon drum he was huge just and, standing there I well mean, and he, the bad just part as was calm
2: as could be but i was like he's,
0: i didn't see him oof. i didn't see him walking down through there and I, we found a break in the fence so i'm there like trying to tie the barbed wire back together just with my bare hands because we didn't have any tools with us yeah And all of a sudden, Christian jumps over the fence and starts freaking out. And I'm like, "What's the matter?" And he's like, "Big bull, big bull, big bull coming down the hill." And I'm like, "You just gonna gonna leave leave me? Yeah, you're gonna leave me here?" And he's like, "I didn't, I didn't tear up the fence. I mean, not like what I was gonna. Not like any fence was gonna stop that bull. Yeah, if that bull wanted out, that bull's getting out. Yeah, I mean, that's just all there is to it. But.
1: Well, yeah. If any cow wants out, it's getting out. If it can get its nose through it, it's out. It's going to go. Right.
0: Exactly. But no, this That's thing would have gone like, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you might as well try you to piss him in off. Those are you, might because, well, uh, you better know how to climb a tree quick. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but he wasn't aggressive. No. I mean, he just kind of. Wa- he, Didn't he give was, him enough time to figure it well, out. He was more <laughs> curious at what that yeah. younger bull was doing because that younger bull, son, he was wanting to play. Yeah, he was big time and wanting he to play. He wasn't like mad. He was just. I Right say kind of like a, a a pup dog just wanting to play yeah just the only problem was he was 900 pounds yeah wanting to play but yeah i'm good you didn't want to take the bull by the horns no or by the nope. ears because he didn't have no horns. nope nope i've had my first <laughs> share with bulls i'm done i'm done nope. but i wanted to get into some shed hunt tactics today i mean like i say that's kind of our next big thing yeah that's really the next thing we have going on yeah That and into pheasant hunt, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, the pheasant hunt's just—we've talked about it. We've shown it's a yearly thing, but right. um, We get a—I get a lot of questions. I mean, I found several horns over the years, some couple of really nice ones, and yeah, a lot of them that you keep display here in a shop, yeah, Mount Outfitters. Well, and I've got a ton. I've got a whole big string up at Dad's house that's got probably thirty horns on it. That I thought about bringing down here. I just hadn't made it down here with them yet. Right. Um. There are a few tips and tricks that you can do when you're shed hunting that'll, I'm not going to say it's going to guarantee you're going to find some, but you got better odds. Right. And I would say the first thing that I would tell anybody that's wanting to start shed hunting is don't get too anxious. Right. Like, don't go busting into your best spots right now. Right. And people get nervous about shed poachers and stuff and i mean that's something especially right. in the midwest that they have to deal with but you gotta be able to monitor your deer herd and you've got to be patient with them right right now i would say up here it's less than 10 percent of deer have shed their horns so far less than 10 percent i've seen one or two that are missing one side that were young deer right but i'm still i don't think they've shed i think they broke yeah i think where they were fighting late they broke yeah i had a couple deer that were showing
2: up you know November and a December that were broke. Yeah. And that's the only ones I've seen on camera yet that's anywhere near missing their horns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And now it it could happen any day. Yeah. And we could go from 10% on this podcast to maybe 50% next week. Right. But even at 50%, if you're running cameras and you're seeing half your deer have lost their horns, you're still too early. You're premature. Right. Cuz you got to think of it the same way you think of deer hunting. You're not going to go busting into a bedroom Right in the middle of deer season. Nope. Because you're gonna blow everything out of there and it might be two weeks before they come back. Right. Well, if you go in right now and it's two weeks before they come back, guess where they've lost their horns? Somewhere else. Somewhere else. Because we're right right before that sweet spot. Yep. Like I say, I always start hunting right after Valentine's Day. But you've got to be systematic on your approach. Right. When you first start, walk the edges. Don't go back in the woods. Don't get into bedding areas. Don't do anything like that. Walk field edges and stay away from where your deer are going to concentrate. Right. I mean, try to stay on the outskirts. Use binoculars. Use something where you can scan these fields where you're not having to get going there and put pressure on it. Just like exactly. if you're just going in
2: and putting feed in during you know during season. Do everything you can to keep putting pressure on there just yet.
0: Yeah. Don't do that yet. I mean, because. If you go in there in March and you've got 95% of your deer that have shed and you blow them out, who cares? Because no. they'll be back in a week or two. You've not hurt anything. You're not running them into somebody else's gun or something like that. Right. There's no harm, no foul. They've lost their horns by then. You can go in and accomplish right. your goal. But if you go in right now and bust them out, you're screwed. You're, you've heard, you're done. You're done for shed hunting. Yeah, yeah for you sure. You ruined your chances there. Yeah, so that would be the first thing I would tell somebody – is don't get too anxious. Right. And then the next thing I would tell somebody, a little tip that or a little trick that I've found over the years, find hard crossings. And what I mean by a hard crossing is somewhere a deer has to jump. Find somewhere, whether it's them jumping over a creek or like if you've got a creek with a real steep bank where they've had yep. them jump up that bank and stuff, anything that can cause that deer's body to receive a little bit of a jar. Yep. Or in South Carolina, I don't know if you saw this last year, But we've got fence crossings down there that the farmer has actually, it's five-strand barbed wire and some of it's cattle wire. But they've cut holes, like a two-foot square hole in the fence. Yep. And the reason they've done that is so the deer can come through. Yep. Well, that two-foot square hole, if it's a big buck, yeah, exactly. It's going to catch the horns and it's going to flip them right off its head. Yep. And one thing I will not suggest doing is an antler trap. No. I've seen people try to do this stuff online and stuff, and you end up, if a deer gets its horns tangled in the wire on it, getting—if you don't know what an antler trap is—it's basically V-shaped wire fences, and they put horns in, or put feet inside the V. I've seen ones that have uh, bungee cords strung across them, and I've tried these before. And the more I'd, I looked at them, the more I thought about them. It's just—it's not right. a good idea. You do a lot more harm than you can. Well, and if you pop one off too early, you're—you might rip part of the skull out. Right. And then you're going to cause that deer to have a deformed horn the next year. Right. It could cause damage to yeah. it. It could cause a stress to it. The more natural, the better off. You exactly. Are. Exactly. Sorry. You're good. And then one thing that you can uh, use when you're shed hunting, you can judge the health of your herd by how early they shed their horns. Yeah. If you have deer shedding first of January into December, you've got a problem. Because right. the healthier your herd is, the longer they're going to hold their horns. if they're holding into february you know you've got a good healthy deer herd so that's one thing i've found but find those hard crossings find where they're jumping jarring their body and then another tactic that we have used up here that has been very helpful to us especially on years like right now where we've got a lot of snow is finding south facing slopes when it comes time to go in there and bust up those bedrooms and get in there and really hunt because up here, it makes it hard with all these rhododendron and stuff, and yep. you've got to be able to find the bedroom. Well, if you find a south-facing slope, that's where the sun's hitting. That's yep. what, that's going to be your warmest spot, and that's where your deer are going to be bedding. Right. And that's that's something that we always do to try to find them. I, as always, if you've got food plots, if you've got feeders and stuff like that, look around that area heavy because right. they concentrate in there all night long. So what you can do is start like right at your feed spot start walking circles, get 20 yards further every time. Right. And you've got a good chance of finding them. Um, If it's snowing like this, like it is right now, like one thing I've been really doing here lately is where we've had this fresh snow, watch for the most used trails. Right. And a lot of people don't think about it, I guess. Right now, you can find your highest activity areas because you can. It's so much easier to track everything. Right. So right now, like up at Dad's house, when I'm going up and down the driveway, you can see way back in those open woods, there are three really really high use trails where they're. I mean, they've wore the snow out right in there, right. and I mean, you've got a few scattered tracks here and there, but those high use trails, you can pinpoint them and either mark it on your map, burn it into your memory, whatever then when you come back in in another month or two and you start shed hunting walk those trails remember where those trails are it let it makes it easier to kind of pinpoint the areas where you need to be really focusing on right so that that's kind of my my main go-to things when i'm starting to shed hunt right that's something you have way more knowledge about than i do well and (laughs) by far that's something i've hardly ever done at all if you listen to people that do a lot of shed hunting and they they know a lot about it there's one saying that everybody says miles makes piles the only way you're gonna find a pile of shed is walk you got to walk Walk. and walk and walk you got to put on miles Um, a couple years ago i went to south carolina and i had a a step tracker on i walked 11 miles that day and found seven horns oh yeah that's not real good odds but i found seven horns yeah i mean you, that's pretty dang good yeah so you got to put in the footwork i mean yeah. that's just all there is to it in order to find shed you got to go where the deer are well and if and you put on the miles yourself. yeah so. and another thing i like to do is walk creeks and stuff you never want to find them like this but i'd rather find them that way than not um i had a couple years ago i had a really big deer in south carolina that we had been pursuing for the past couple years and right um we never killed him and he disappeared off camera right before the end of season and so shed season come i walked all my bedding areas walked all my fields and stuff the transition trails i started walking creeks found the deer head yep he had i don't know if he'd been shot or if he got hurt fighting or whatever by that point it wasn't nothing but a skeleton but i was able to retrieve the set of horns and it was 130 inch eight point i mean it's yeah. pretty deer pretty dang deer yeah it was especially for south carolina it was really pretty deer i would have never found that deer if hadn't been walking those sorry i got distracted i wouldn't never found that deer if i hadn't been walking those creeks so yeah walk the areas that you know that the deer if one's wounded it's going to go to water Yep. Yeah. and a lot of times you can at least find some closure right find something and like you said it's always a good time to be out there scouting for turkey season yep and time to be figuring out where they're roosting, where well, they're at, and or where
2: they're feeding.
0: Pay attention while you're in the woods. I mean, this is the one time of year you can blow into their bedding areas and not feel bad about it. Yep. So pay attention to sign. Look for learn. old scrapes. Look for rubs. Be looking at trails and stuff. You can learn a lot about your deer herd because, <coughs> excuse me, the sign from this fall is still pretty fresh yeah. this time of year. You can learn a lot about where your bucks are moving your primary buck trails versus your primary doe trails and stuff find where they're doing a lot of their rutting activity and stuff and burn that stuff into your mind and use it next year right use it to your advantage exactly it's a game of chess constantly
2: the more you learn the better off you're going to be
0: that's it you've got to try to stay two or three steps ahead because they're already five steps ahead yep you're just trying to close that gap a little bit right and then trail cameras Use your trail cameras. Yeah. Keep You've running got them the freaking. Run them all trail. Year. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say you have to keep them where you're paying a cell service all year long, but right. even with the reveals, you can suspend the camera and use it yeah. as a standard trail camera. Yeah.
2: Just turn it on, let it run. Let it run. And then go and get your card. Yeah. That's simple as that. You don't have to have them sent to your phone all the time.
0: No, no. You can run them back. We've gotten lazy. I've gotten lazy with these cell cameras. I mean, yeah. I've got to the point where I hate pulling a card on a trail camera. Just because really? I hate. The, well, well I, you don't. One have thing to. <laughs> you don't have to anymore, right. and you've already got enough going on. And especially if it's somewhere where I'm it's monitoring a scrape or, or a rub or something like that, I hate the intrusion. Right. So I mean, this is time of year to do it. Yeah, I mean,
2: do it that, now. And you do it now. Your batteries and them cameras are going to last till probably. Up till turkey season, yeah, without seven cell I mean without the cell service
0: on they will they'll last a long time. I, I can tell you that uh this last cold front and snowstorm that come through, it raped my whole camera fleet, mean, uh, it <laughs> destroyed the batteries, and one night, I had five cameras that sent me an email saying your revealed camera at such and such location has reached." Or has used ninety percent of its battery power. Please visit, soon. which is nice. I mean, the reveal yeah. has that ability to send you emails saying, "Hey, your camera is about to die." Yep. So I've had one go completely down, and I've got four others that are holding on to the last bit of life yeah. they got. Actually, I've had two go down, and got three others holding on to the last bit of life that they've got. And one of the ones, two of the ones that have went, one that's went down, and one that's close. You ain't get, you ain't getting to them right now. All right like you can forget about it yeah this way one so. of them's nope. way up on top of not the mountain happening. it's not happening the other one is way off down in the holler where you hunted last year yeah and god bless you there ain't you can get to it but you ain't right. getting back out Noon. i mean you'll leave the gator down there and you'll walk out yeah so
2: just yeah, it's, it's this first year i've had a camera running this time of the year you know i was talking about yeah. feeding all year and this is i decided this year the spot where i'd kill crabs this year um I went in there and put some corn back out and got the camera back running. You put corn in the road? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Wow. Shot
0: fired. uh, That's
1: what I was thinking. Yeah. Wow. (laughs)
0: Wow. Oh, wow. Y'all be careful if you're traveling down around through there. You're going to wipe out. You're going to be corn in the middle of the highway. Yeah. Be a deer sitting there in the middle of the road. Anyways. It's dangerous for motorcycles. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I don't even know how to come back. Anyways. <laughs> Let's just moving on. Yeah, anyways. So but, I decided to
2: start feeding year-round. or not, yeah.
0: not? Probably not year-round because
2: I'm going to turkey hunt this spot.
0: Well, if you're going turkey hunting, you've got to get the corn out right. two weeks before turkey season. Right. Which by that a- time, it's starting to green up anyway, and the deer have got some low-level browse and stuff. They've got food sources, so right. it's, so not, it's not, not as important. As, yeah. But so. if you can feed through the middle of March, you're ahead of the game. Yeah. I mean, you that'll put you way ahead of the game. Right, so that and that for the first time and getting some pretty interesting pictures, you know. Well, you get some really cool pictures this time of year. Yeah. I mean, the deer look different. The body sizes are varying and stuff. Yeah, and you get
2: a lot of, you got a big variety of wildlife. Mm-hmm. Because deer aren't the only thing looking for food right mm-hmm. now. You've got bobcats. You've got sometimes potential bear if they come up out of their laying spot.
0: Yep. I had two coyotes on camera last night eating protein feed. Yeah. Because, I mean they're just they're hungry yep same as everything else they're just hungry i'd rather them be chewing on a protein pellet than a deer leg so there you go there's something to it a little bit of good to it yep so everything's gotta eat i mean it's just the way it goes You're, you're not just helping the deer herd you're helping the whole animal kingdom so yeah that's part of being a good steward of the land yeah i mean we're here to help everything even though we're trying to kill the coyotes out and stuff everything's got their place yep so that is true and it, it brings is. those raccoons in, so I'm not sure what the the rules are on baiting raccoons, but it's still coon season, ain't it?
2: Yeah, it's coon season up until February. Yeah, you can so, hunt over. You can turn dogs loose over feed.
0: Yeah, so there you go, make you a new place to coon hunt. Yeah, I reckon you can. Not my I guess place. You can. <laughs> I told you the other night. I was like, Oh yeah, I have coons, but this is still off limits until yeah, the deer drop their the horns. Fall. By that time, it'll be too dang cold to hunt. Yeah. God, last year. I had KC and his wife come over, well, now wife, it was fiance then, Yeah. come over one night and we was going coon hunting, and he had a young pup, and we was trying to train this dog up, and the dog had been on a couple of coons, but not that many, and uh, I had that protein feeder that was strapped to the tree where my ladder stand is. Yeah. It just, it was a good tree to strap it to, and I mean, we're not hunting, we don't use that protein feeder when we're hunting anyway, so... He come up, and he cut that pup loose because we had cell cam pictures of coons right there as yeah. a protein feeder. He cut that pup loose, and son, right by the feeder, that dog went, struck out through the woods and down to the damn mm-hmm. river, just mo mo every breath, got down to the river and treed, and it was five degrees that night. It was Phew. freaking cold. Screw we it. walked Yeah, we walked down there to where that feeder was. Casey's looking around, and we're shining lights around, and I shine up to look at my tree stand just to see how the straps and everything were. Yep. And I said, K.C., look up. And he said, why? I said, just look up. And there's a coon sitting on the platform of the tree. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and that dog's a half a mile down there at yeah. the river. I mean, it and it's through that same thicket where yeah. we drug that deer up out of. Yeah. And That's he's like, oh, my God. Woof. He's like, well, two of us need to go get the dog, and one of us needs to stay here and keep that coon tree, and we'll bring it, that, that pup back up here and let her work at tree yeah and i said i got this y'all go get the dog yeah get a look at that how about it and i ended up dude they were in there for like two and a half or three hours Shoo! and at five degrees and this was they started in there at like 10 30 10 o'clock 10 30 mm. i went and got the pickup truck and back to pickup truck because the ground was froze hard there wasn't no snow right. on the ground i backed the pickup truck down in the field and turned it on left it running, and just turned the headlights toward the tree And that way the coon wouldn't come down the tree because the tree there was no worry about it jumping to another tree because it's a long tree in the middle of a field. It's the only tree there, and it's in the middle of a big old food plot. And hell, I ended up going to sleep. (laughs) I sitting in and see the truck, and (laughs) (laughs) I went to sleep. About two hours later, I heard a knock on the window and it's kc and hannah they coming back with their dog and they're like he's like what are you doing you're supposed to be watching that coon i said that coon's still up there i said look yeah. we looked and the coon's sitting up in the tree stand to sleep he was up oh, there asleep what? too but we let the dog work the tree a little bit and then we left why yeah we just left that in alone but it was it was funny oh yeah it was we've was doing a
2: ton of coon hunting this year
0: yeah yeah a lot of Ain't had much like,
2: luck his weather's got them door they ain't hardly stirring
0: no, no, I've noticed on the cameras a, a huge decline in the yeah. activity on the coons.
2: We've had a couple competitions with the Curry's Flat Wildlife Club the yeah. last couple months, and everybody's got the same, saying the same thing. Coons just are not stirring. Obviously, they're there somewhere, but they're just not out and about like they normally are. It's well, t-
0: it, I mean, it, just the biggest thing is the temperature. Yeah, when it gets cold like this, they're going to quit gonna moving up. so much. So. Which upsets me, because I was going to do some trapping as soon as the season was over. and Yeah. I just, right now there ain't no use. I mean, you can't, it's hard to trap when it's way below freezing like this, but it is what it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I um, definitely want to get do some trapping and stuff for, because of turkey season. Well, that out while you can. And yeah. coons make a huge, we talked yeah. about this before, they make just as big of an impact as anything
0: I'd on, say on turkeys. bigger impact than anything. They're tearing yeah. those nests up. I mean, they're, yeah. they're killing them up here. And we're not going to hunt this farm again this year we didn't hunt it last year let it rest we still didn't have any nest come off i mean we had one baby hatch last year one yeah and it actually got killed in the christmas tree field farmer was uh stomping weeds yeah and stomped it you're kidding the one freaking poult that i had on the whole farm and I, of course he didn't mean to right he seen the hen flush out high weeds around those trees and he stomped and heard something squealing and Looked under, and he, Bro- he'd stomped. It broke his heart, too. I guarantee it. I mean, it broke his heart. Killed the only baby turkey we had. And yeah. I, I didn't let him. I didn't let him off easy. Oh, head. yeah, I guarantee <laughs> it. I, I ribbed him a little bit on that, but it's all right. He didn't mean to. it. Crap happens. But. Right. It's part of it. We've got, That's one
2: thing I was really lucky to have this year is a ton of poles. I think there was like 11 or 12. That's awesome. Up there on the top of the Ridge, so Ridge. That's awesome. So, hoping.
0: Hoping. We've got five hens We've got some to work and with one gobbler. Show so we've got all the ingredients it takes to start rebuilding i've got a load of
2: hens i mean there's 20 hens yeah not a one single long beard with them not well one. though i mean I jake can get the job done so oh yeah for sure and obviously there's something went around because there was like i like, say 11 or 12 poles yeah but i don't know where they're going or where they're staying
0: yeah Well,
2: and I didn't turkey. I I completely. I think me and Trey went one time last year and turkey hunted this that place where I killed crabs. we didn't
1: even turkey hunt. Yeah, we went five minutes.
2: Oh yeah, we went. We went in there long at all. Never heard nothing. And after that day, we never even went back in there. I don't think. It was still late
1: up in the day because we got done hunting. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That was very first of the season. But anyways. Yeah. Completely laid off of that spot and like I say, just let it rest. Yeah. And hopefully
0: it'll pay off this year yeah and we'll have some stuff heck yeah but well i mean i've got a good idea of some places to turkey hunt around here this year some places i normally i'm focused on tennessee are you yeah i've i may i've got a couple things in the
2: works there's a lot of public land in tennessee that's close by and i'm excited about some of that
0: like super excited well and i may go ahead and get my tennessee license this year and that way I can turkey hunt with you over there a little bit. and That'll, It'll be fun. That and potentially
2: got a new lease to work on. Nice. Uh, the spot where we just had in the uh, Tennessee Velvet Hunt, or the spot that I prepped for Tennessee Velvet Hunt, there's about 60 acres right there up and behind it. And talked to the landowners, I guess that's her niece. Yeah. And was talking with her yesterday and kind of got on the topic of it and talking about hunting and i was like yeah there's a lot of moving in there somebody hunted it last year deer hunted it don't yeah. get turkey hunted it and but i don't they didn't hunt like put it this way they might have hunted three times all deer season yeah so they're not real serious about it so
0: yeah.
2: in talks with the guy that owns it and hoping they're gonna let me lease it that's 60 acres and really one, really nice spot well you know what i'm talking about yeah and it's it's killer. There's two really nice haulers in there, and they're far enough apart, you could probably, for deer, you could feed yeah, each spot yeah. and have two nice places to hunt Heck in there. Heck, yeah. And it goes clear to the top of a ridge. It's Nice. I think it's it's 48 or 4,900 foot up to the top of that ridge. Steep. It ain't as steep as you think it is. No. For that high up, it's not that bad. Huh. But that's the elevation at the top. Well, and that- but and it runs, I think, from... Property line to property line on top of that ridge. I think it's like, I don't know, it's nearly a mile. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big, big piece of property there. And the reason I'm so excited about it is they have turkeys in there.
0: I guarantee I heard you. one
2: gobble the other morning. Did I you? To have died. <laughs> i died. I went out to the car, went to go heat up Lacey's car. And heard, oh. I was like, <laughs> where was that? <laughs> <laughs> I looked around. I thought maybe it was over towards the, some neighbor's property on the other side of the road. I was like. I I listened again. It never gobbled again. But it was up on was that up side.
0: There. Yeah. And uh, well, in that game land you hunted this year, you, that you deer hunted this year. Yep. Uh, there's got to be birds in there. Oh, you know it. I mean, there's got to be birds in there. There's
1: birds in there, but the people that are over that, there's so many of them that hunt it that it's hard to get up in there.
2: That well, comes yeah. down to how good of a caller you are. Yeah. I'm not a caller, but I know some people that are. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about this place this year. <laughs> yeah, I've called turkeys away from people before. Yeah, I'm not too upset about that. That's public uh, land. I don't care who's over it who right. does it or
0: whatever. Well, they ain't over it. They, right. they, they lease it. it. They, they run cattle on it. Right. I mean, it's still public yeah. land. If they said anything, I'd tell them, kiss my rear end. Yeah,
2: it's it's public.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't Get buy that it. land. Nope. And I tell you,
2: I was looking at that on, the ma- on Onyx the other night and that place runs so far that you could have twenty people hunting that place, Oh yeah. and still not be on top of each other. There's
0: so much land there. Well, and that goes hunt. back people to what are just we've talked to. So lazy that
1: they don't want to walk. No,
0: no, they ain't going to walk. No. they there. that goes back to what we've talked about about hunters being selfish. Right. I mean, that's just the nature of the hunting community, right. and they're going to have to get over that crap. Yeah, I'm excited. They yeah, turkeys
2: yeah. there, Well, remember I I showed you trying to see how the word is that picture I showed you them turkeys yeah i told you about in tennessee yeah that that lease that's that's where those turkeys are roosting they're nice. up in there Heck so yeah. there's actually a bunch of logging roads in there too so shoot yeah anyways completely sidetracked but i'm working on that it's not obviously not a done deal but i think it's something i i'm almost a thousand sure we can get i can turkey hunt it yeah. regardless hopefully we can get it and lease it and yeah get it both. in
0: writing and that way you've got exclusive
2: rights on right it. so and it's a it looks very promising Heck I'm yeah. excited about it. So. Shoot
1: ya. I'm excited about this year's turkey season too. Oh man, you have no idea. Samuel and his big cannon, maybe he won't oh, miss it Oh yeah, this Sam tree.
2: carrying his 10 gauge. Lord help. Yeah, that's what he carries. That's his turkey gun. He's carried it solid for the last, well he's only hunted the last two years, but that's what he's carried, it's solid. Yeah.
1: Me, Dad, and Sam all went hunting, and he was down below me just a little bit, and all of a sudden I hear, Boom! And I look over and there's just a window, through brush and brush. Yeah. And he said, "I missed him. I missed him. I screwed the pooch. I screwed the pooch."
2: Sonny did. He blew a, I mean, a hole through a thicket. Think you couldn't even see through hardly. I seen a turkey and I couldn't tell you. That's awesome. And I mean, blew a hole the size of the laptop
0: through with that ten gauge. Well, and we've got other spots over here. You remember? Uh, we were talking the other day about that spot that was Conservancy that. I had heard rumors of it being turned over to game. Oh players. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it confirmation? Boom. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah. So I mean, that, I'm. That's going to be. I'm to the point a... where
2: I'm trying to lose weight and stuff, and trying to get in shape because I'm all about dedicated it.
0: this year. Huh? I'm
2: all about it. Heck yeah. If I don't tag out in Tennessee and North Carolina this year, I'm gonna be very upset because if if I can stay after it, like my attitude is about it,
0: it's gonna happen.
1: I'll just be excited to get to kill a turkey this year.
0: I'm. Focused on masters again. I'm tickled about Strutmasters. I'm not as stressed about Strut masters as I was last year. Yeah, we kind of know what we got going into it. Right, and we're going down early uh to the pheasant hunt. Yep, and I'm going to use hopefully some of that extra time to oh yeah prepare for that do and do a little bit of scouting and stuff. Do yeah. well, just do some riding around. Right, more because when we're down there for the pheasant hunt, we usually go down on Thursday night. On Friday, we're helping the guys get set up and preparing for the hunt, and then we're doing the skeet shoot. We're running all day. And then Saturday, the pheasant hunt's an all-day event, the pig picking on Saturday night, and then we come home Sunday morning. We don't really have any time to do anything in the daylight. The only time you've got any time, it's already dark. So, (laughs) attaboy, headbutt it. Headbutt it, (laughs) bud. We're going to leave a little bit early this year, so we should have at least half a day in the daylight to look around samuel's excited about it he's all in this year too so and, i'm excited uh, Talked to josh today he went down and hunted his uh lease down in bertie last year yeah and entered strut masters last year i don't think he's going to enter this year but he's still going to be down there obviously going to go hunt but uh he's probably still come to the event well, so he's coming to the event for sure but i was talking to him about having an extra collar with us yeah that way we could position him behind us and have two guns and a collar just have a right. little bit of extra help, yeah. And so he said he might do that. So and Josh and, is a and, good. And caller.
2: where that spot is, it's a really good opportunity that you can get a both kill at the same get a time. Double. Yeah, you know, double up, and that would yep. be
0: sweet. That'd be awesome.
2: And that's what I'm hoping for 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 our spot. Uh, Joe's been working on a couple places for us to go. I don't know if he's gonna sign up or not. Do we? I don't, I don't know. But if not, I know Matthew said something about maybe doing a or, or
0: co Yeah. So hopefully, either way. We'll get something there. We're going to go to break, and we will be back shortly with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast.
2: This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Realtree, the official camo pattern of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. Be sure to check out Realtree's newest pattern, Realtree Timber, to stay concealed all season long. I've got a problem. What is it? I've got this trail camera put up, supposed to be sailor, and I cannot get send pictures to me whatsoever. Was it, a tactical cam? No, it's some other one I picked up, I think, at Walmart.
0: Well, there's your problem right there, man. Tacticam has the best trail cameras on the market as far as the cell cams go. Really? Yeah, they pick up in places that no other camera will. They send pictures to your phone, and you can set it to send once a day, twice a day, or every time it takes a picture. So you mean to tell me,
2: it's still going to get out and send pictures in these rough, awful parts of this country and Appalachian Mountains?
0: Man, it sends me pictures in places my cell phone won't even get out. Really? Yeah, so you need to pick one of those things up, because you don't know what you're missing.
2: I think I'll do that this season.
0: Go get you a camera bill legs. Here in the Appalachian Mountains, we are subject to some of the most drastic climate changes anywhere in the country. Whether it's hotter than blue blazes in the summertime or colder than a froze toad rooster in the wintertime, Carhartt has you covered from head to toe. Visit Carhartt.com and see why they are the official apparel company of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. All right, everybody, we are back with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast, and uh, so we've knocked out the shed hunting talk for right now. We're going to be back in the woods here pretty shortly, chasing those things down. But, oh, yeah. Uh, so why don't you tell everybody what's coming up for the Holler Hunters? Well, so far, so good. We're keeping
2: everything on schedule, keeping everything rolling. We had uh, As
0: far as the YouTube show? As far as
2: YouTube show. Well, yep. the podcast, too. The podcast, still, too, is still yep, rolling. We're good. still on pretty much schedule there. And, yep. Uh, YouTube show is really really getting wound up now oh yeah we just yeah. released our two prep videos in one week in one week huge week both the, day after the day like day and in the next back day back, days, yeah, back yeah. to back days that's where i was going for so uh <laughs> that's it those are the words this whole english thing is yeah stuff. tough, it? ain't it's tough. It? i would uh,
0: i would be more concerned or less concerned if you spoke another language but yeah that's considering this is your primary language it's yeah
2: like, it's the only language i don't know any other language it's a bad part <laughs> <laughs> some words of spanish here and there from working yeah. christmas trees that's about it
0: generally those are not words you want to use in mixed company either no <laughs> no no anyways <laughs> we're off subject again completely in like
2: three seconds <laughs> yeah so uh you just released the south carolina prep video yep and the tennessee velvet hunt yep which was a cluster but hey, it, it was cool the the tennessee it a, hunt side yeah was, it was cool to watch was interesting yeah the I'll get to that in a second, but otherwise, we've got ton of other hunting videos coming out. Uh, the next video to come out is our North Carolina deer season opener. It's yep. like the f- cover, like the first week of deer season. We're yep. gonna kind of leave out what's to come because we're gonna leave that part kind of a surprise. And, yeah. Uh, then we're going right into bear hunting. That's what's been asked and asked and asked and asked about. We get more messages about that than anything. Well, it's something and you don't see very often. No, there's and not just a handful. Specifically of people. around here, well, you know, this just type that. of
0: terrain. And there's only a handful of people that cover bear hunting. Right. Or any kind of hunting with hounds in general. Right. So it's going to... That's... It's
2: coming. I promise. Yep. And it's going to be good. This goes back to our talk at the beginning of the episode, or the beginning of this podcast. Well, I think there was about 30 kills hit the ground, or 30 bear hit the ground. And there's roughly... Hmm. I had the number and I lost it. It was... But this way, we got two kills there, three We're looking at roughly ten to fifteen bear
0: kills on video. Yeah.
2: So roughly half of our bear kills are on good video, solid video.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have no- enough for what, four or five episodes at least? Uh we're looking at six right
2: now. Six episodes. Six bear episodes. Heck yeah. And uh with what I got yesterday, you know, looking you know, getting everybody's final footage, we're looking at probably closer to seven.
0: Well, and that's – we're ahead of schedule right now as far as that goes because you've got almost everybody's stuff so far, don't you? I've got everybody's. You got I'll Mitch's sure.
2: stuff? Everybody's. So we're good. I have everybody's.
0: That's going to be awesome. I'm missing
2: one guy's clip of a bear kill, but that was somebody who's not a part of the team. Yeah. Uh, but I've got to grab his kill shot, and that's it. And But I have everybody on the team stuff, that's, and we've got a ton of footage. That's awesome. A
0: lot. That is awesome because that's, that's always the hardest part. Is yeah. getting getting a hold of everybody and getting everything together, and that right. way you can go ahead and do your editing, right? It's it's a it's a it's a tough job. That's a, I mean, that's almost as tough as the editing itself.
2: I'd say it's it's hard. It's chasing everybody down, right? Because I mean, everybody's got their own life. Everybody's got work to deal with this, yeah. that, and the other. Now yeah. this time of year, we're working, we're looking at weather and this, that, and the other. It's like getting JP's camera. I've been trying to get get with him for the last three weeks, and just with work and everything else in between, it's just hard to do yeah and uh but we're on i'm on top of it we've got everybody's stuff and uh it's it's a rolling
0: it's rolling out quick i'm excited to see it i'm excited to see everybody's stuff it's it's killer that open week of bow season's got some killer footage in it yes. too it's got a
2: lot of action in it and then the, ten, the first bear episode we're going to release is from the tennessee sanctuary hunt that's going to the be the very awesome first one. bear hunt of the year yep. you know it's epic it's
0: got hound hunting with ticks
2: yeah literally <laughs> yeah it's, i it's think about them. that
0: time of year my skin crawls yeah it yeah, ain't too bad over there surprisingly yeah you know Sh-
2: given that time of year and stuff it's really not that bad
0: but it, this is completely off subject but where we went to georgia early this yeah. year oh my god dude i was crawling with ticks every time we go back into the Palmettos yeah i i come out of uh some grass one time on the coastline yeah. and pick six off my pants legs. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, Crawling. think about that, everybody. Yeah, Ticks. little creepy mm. Anyways, so we got those coming up. Yeah,
2: um, that's all coming. We got. We're looking at. We keep saying there's about twenty five episodes for season yep. two in total. We're already. We just released episode seven. Uh, so we're trying to word it without without giving it away. That's we're the finally big rolling. We're rolling. We're rolling finally at going. That. But uh like we just released the South Carolina prep video. That was two days ago now. Or yep. from from when we recorded this podcast, it was two days ago. Yep. And uh then, Tennessee valve hunt. Yep. Which was interesting. Yep. You made lemonade out of lemons on that one. You Yeah. I had to make something out of nothing. Yeah, exactly. we had, The whole there was a lot of guys on the team that was gonna hunt that hunt. Uh
0: Mitch, Matthew, yeah, uh, we were, were all kinda Cody. looking at yeah, Cody. I mean there were a lot of guys that were prepping hard and then those acorns kind of screwed the pooch for everybody. Completely killed it. So the fact that you were like, actually able to get on—I mean, you were—you were on them. You can't tell as much by the video as yeah, the video. Like I was upset as, how much
2: the video actually showed. Like being in that moment and being there. Like you could like there were deer all over me. That, well, well and, both the first day and the second day, deer all over me. Yeah, that second day was what was really the showing because that first day, like I say, I just I got in there late got up there to him, and i didn't want to spook them
0: yeah you guys to be careful them not done. to blow the whole field well that was your only spot right that was and the only chance you got a
2: three-day season so three days to do it and that's all you got yeah and the other spots we had deer that it was three four o'clock in the morning yeah and very spotty on what days they'd be there One like they'd it, be there for a day and they'd be gone for four or five days and it was hotter than hell there it was so I mean, hot I'll like t- honestly cut out the shots of me and the blinds because it was almost just kind of just one of the lens was fogged up on the camera and stuff. It was where it's so hot and just steamy. Yeah, and muggy. I mean, it was rough because most of those days it would rain in the day, like hot up and in the steamy. day.
0: What were you doing in that blind, Christian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
2: what it is. <laughs> but it rained in the day, and so that steam came up off out of the ground and stuff and just get everything just real sticky, you know? Yeah. Just, so steamy and sticky. Steamy and
0: sticky. Mm. what were you doing in that black he's, <laughs> he's gagging cow. over mm. there <laughs> 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 things that make you go <laughs>
2: but uh i don't know one thing i'm gonna be more prepared this year um you're gonna
0: bring some hand sanitizer or something <laughs> <laughs> dang you're funny but uh shoot. <laughs> anyways no uh, anyway, you gonna throw an air conditioner up in your blonde? Yeah.
1: Now you've got him thinking about it. Now he wants to do it.
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Thanks uh, for the backup, Trey. Appreciate it. We're gonna have to talk to Lacey. You're not getting enough tension at home, buddy. Wow! <laughs> I'm just completely run over again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. So, anyways, we've got more episodes coming out. I thought about Tennessee up hunting. I don't know where we <laughs> went from there. So, and then we had the North Carolina. Uh, prep video. Yep, there's a lot you there. You getting your spot ready, me get my spot ready, and then the dove hunt. Dove hunt was fun. Joey getting almost whacked by a bird. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> and, uh,
2: it was a good time all around. These two videos yep. were not, not like action-packed videos, but that was kind of how we wanted to set this season up, was kind of start out kind of slow and get some of our
0: good you know well, and there's not but so much action you can put in a prep video but we right. wanted to show the steps of what what right. it all goes on getting ready right for deer there's season a lot of work
2: that goes into prepping this and getting ready for deer season we wanted to show you know show it off
0: yeah and it's you not know it's just not glamorous a, but it's part of it yeah that's what we wanted to wanted to put out to one it. it's like that lady that i had one of my real good friends come in here the other day and he's like do you know such and such and i don't remember i don't even remember her name i said no i don't know her he said well she she hates you why I was thinking maybe she had a daughter or something, right? Like, oh god, had a reason to begrudge it. Right. And he's like, she said that you walk out in the woods every time you walk out in the woods and kill a big deer, and it's just not fair, and then she hates you because of it. I'm like, <laughs> all right, that seems a little excessive. Right. I, so, okay, yeah,
2: he's a lot more. But if nothing else, we and, proved that's not not right. the way it happened. So yeah, that's definitely not how it is at all.
0: No. So, but yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Right so there's a lot of
2: work went down and yep a lot of stuff to
0: happen heck yeah seen some deer
2: got got a little got we we kind of scratched the surface of hunting with these two videos you know a little bit of
0: deer hunting just just a touch and then we're going in head first on the next and
2: then we're jumping right in yep head first i'm excited
0: to to see it i'm excited to see all the stuff the guys got this year it's gonna be good it's gonna be real good i can't get over the bear stuff the bear stuff is what's really gonna have it yeah we'll have i'm really excited to see that I, the it's, canada trip we're
2: gonna show everything the good the bad and ugly yeah i mean it's that's it's bear hunting it's, yep. we're gonna show the real side of it it's well, not glamorous all the time either and <laughs> then we've got the canada trip
0: i'm excited dude, to see the footage on that that's sick because it's going to be a good episode it's going to be awesome the illinois and hunt dude there's the a illinois lot hunt of was stuff. short and sweet it's a good one though
2: yeah it, it'll be good we got a lot of stuff coming we've got a ton everybody on the team has
0: something to do has something Involved this season, yeah. So, and then we got the pheasant hunt coming up two weeks and counting. Yep. so excited for that! Oh, so, yeah, yep, I think we're and. like 14 days, 15 days out on that one. So, yeah, I'm ready to go. Two and weeks from today, I'll be getting on there. Turkey season, and then shed season first. Oh, yeah, shed, shed season. hunting shed first, season. and then we'll be turkey hunting. Turkey. Yeah. and Excited, still holding my breath on the whole Florida thing. I don't know if that's gonna happen. or not.
2: I'm going whether anybody goes with me or not. I'm going. That's what you I'll, say.
0: No, it's that's it's what, happening. That's, that's
2: what I'm holding my breath for to see if we can. If I have to go to game to lands, I'm going. I literally put off going to Daytona for it. So, and I go to try to go to Daytona every year. Yeah. So I put off doing my photography work and everything to Turkey. So, I'm going. <laughs> Hopefully, we can make it happen. I'm going. I want to go more than welcome. To, I, I I've been looking for some places you know to go like pay to hunt you know have yeah. a place that's
0: gonna be legitimate not much luck i've got a lady that does guided hunts down there but she told me to leave the camera oh yeah i remember so. that so it is what it is
2: yeah so it is what it is sucks on that but uh like i say if i have hit game lands,
0: i'm going Yep. i can find a cheap hotel and whatever. yeah well so. i think that's going to wrap us up trey you got anything else to add to this conversation no nope. you was quiet nope. the whole time you're excited when we got here it's all right. not shy. Nah, he done all right.
2: He done, yeah.
0: So, as always, guys, we want to thank all of our sponsors. Uh, Realtree, Carhartt, I ain't got my list today, NAP Broadheads, Bone Collector, Mountaineer Outfitters, Elk River Supply, Scent Crusher, uh, said NAP Broadheads. Reveal Game Cameras. Reveal came, Game that Game camera. Cameras. Game Cameras. <laughs> Ooh, wow! You, you need that, that sticky <laughs> one. <laughs> Reveal game cameras. <laughs> wow! I think uh,
1: we need an English class. Uh,
0: <coughs> no, this is called Appalachian holler hunters. They don't expect yeah. any better from us. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best What's, you gonna get. Who am I missing?
2: I think you got bunny
0: All right, guys, we'll see big J. Big and Jay didn't say Big and Jay. Anyway, thank you to all of our sponsors, all the people that support us and make us make it possible for us to do this. Um, guys, if you haven't, get on YouTube, check out the new episodes. Be watching for more coming out in the upcoming weeks. Um, subscribe, comments, reviews, anything like that. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you don't care, like it, subscribe it. Hit the notifications bell. Leave us ratings. Write us a review. That really helps us out. Oh, yeah. The more reviews we get, the more the podcast is going to spread. So help us out. Get on there. Send us your
2: topics. We're
0: always down for topics. We still got the email uh, account up, ahollerhunters at gmail.com. Yep. And so get on there. Send us a topic. Any questions, any comments, anything like that, we'll be more than happy to hear them. And we just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you you for helping us out. All right, guys, well, that'll pretty much wrap us up. Thank you for listening to the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast.
1: See ya.
2: This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Realtree, the official camo pattern of the Appalachian Holler Hunt. Be sure to check out RealTree's newest pattern, Real Tree Timber to stay concealed all season long.